0: This is Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 121. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey there, ass kickers. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am excited that you are here and I am just so incredibly grateful that you are here listening to the podcast and that so many of you show up every single week. I am so incredibly honored that you share your time and space and energy with me. So just a couple of quick announcements before I jump into the content. If you are interested in doing any private one-on-one work with me, I have started a waiting list for January. If you are not familiar with the work that I do with women, you can head on over to yourkickasslife.com forward slash Coaching and read about that. Just to let you know, if you are a coach and you are interested in consulting with me, I am no longer doing the longer packages of consulting, but I am doing jumpstart sessions. So those are one-off sessions for anyone who is a life coach, or you are just in the beginning stages. Uh, you are aren't sure what your message is. You aren't sure how to get your business off the ground. I can help you. I do have a couple of openings for those jumpstart sessions uh, before the end of the year if you wanted to jump on board with that. But if you are looking for what I mostly do, and that is the private work, which is about a uh, four-month-long program that I am—I have a waiting list for January. So don't wait. If you think that you want to start your new year off right, then shoot us an email. We will get the ball rolling. Get your uh, your free consultation so we can see if that program is a good fit for you. But please, please, please be sure to go over to that page that I mentioned and and read all about it first. And I'll link up to that in the show notes for you. If you are loving this podcast and if you are even – have you checked out the recovery series yet? I know a lot of you have given me such great feedback on that and I'm so – happy to be doing it. I'm just, I am, I can't even tell you, I can't even you guys. So thank you for the feedback on that. And if you don't want to miss any of the podcasts and you want to make sure that you get the show notes, because there's a lot of resources, especially in those recovery podcasts, you can get on um, my email list by simply texting the word kickass to 444- Nine nine nine, and along with that, you get a um, a free ebook and audio that's called "How the Shit Talking in Your Head Is Making You Crazy and Three Ways to Change It." You get that in ebook and audio form, and that's just by texting the word "kick ass" all one word to four 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 nine nine nine. And so that's all the announcements. Without further ado, here is today's content. As a coach, it's my job to ask women questions. Lots. Of questions. And over the years, I've seen patterns of the women that come to me and what questions I ask them that really get down to the nitty gritty of their lives. So, in no particular order, here are five questions I would love for you to answer about yourself. And this might be a good idea for, I mean, you can't do it if you're driving and you probably can't do it if you're running on the treadmill, but maybe you can come back to this later. These are, this is a really great opportunity for you to journal. <laughs> Did you know, I was going to say that for you to really do the work. You know, I'm always preaching and just shouting on my soapbox about how you can listen all day long and you can read the books and nod your head and be like, that sounds good. But the actual change and transformation really does get accelerated and comes from you actually putting pen to paper, answering the important questions, that's actually doing the work. So if you go to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 121, all these questions are written out for you easy peasy like, so you can do it then. So again, no particular order here are the questions. The first one is ask yourself, who are my people? I have found that in my experience in many of my clients' lives as well, when we reach the age of around 30 or so, we tend to not have the types of female friendships that we really truly want and that we really need. I interviewed Shasta Nelson on the podcast and we went in depth talking about this very, very important topic about friendships. And and in that podcast, you can hear more about what Shasta talks about, um, she calls it Friend I love that. That's at yourkickasslife.com forward slash 107, I believe, is that podcast. It's a great one to listen to. But, you know, we get to this certain age and we've grown away from old friendships, you know, because in high school and college and, and places like that, they're all built in. We have just a lot of times you know, a choice. It's like being, you know, at the store for friendships and we get older and we don't have that anymore. Or maybe we moved away or maybe you've been burned before in your female friendships and haven't sought any out, or maybe you just can't seem to connect with the type of people that you really want to connect with. So the question really becomes asking yourself – Who do I need to eliminate or spend less time with? That might be the case for you. Who do I need to attract or spend more time with and really get to work? There's also, if you go to the show notes, there's another link. I did another podcast where I also gave more tips about how to go out and find these friendships. I remember when I moved from San Diego to Utah in 2011, I think that was, I had only lived in one place my whole life and I think I expected it to be really easy to make friendships and I didn't realize like, oh, I have to actually be proactive and go out there and seek out these friendships. And it takes vulnerability to nurture new friendships or even to nurture existing friendships that you have if you want them to be deeper. I'm regularly giving assignments to my private clients about this because – we need these close, intimate friendships, the people we can show all of our messiness to and who will be there for us. And and I want to just add one more thing on top of that is that these friendships are built organically over time. This isn't something where you're brand new friends and you show all of your messiness to and you're like, well, Andrea said so. <laughs> That's not how it works. Trust is built organically over time. The intimacy of your friendships are built over time, but you have to be proactive. They don't just magically happen. So again, the question is, who are your people? Who might you need to eliminate or spend less time with, perhaps set some boundaries around? And who do you need to attract or spend more time with? What do you want? That's really the question. The second question I would love for you to ask for yourself is the simple question of what lights your fire. It doesn't have to be something massive like traveling the world, saving all the orphans on the planet. In fact, I think the whole concept of finding your purpose is a little overrated, but I wanna know, what are the things that make you really excited? When do you have the most fun and feel fulfilled when that's happening, what are you doing and who are you with? And really, when was the last time you had any fun? Answering that question should help point you in the direction of what lights your fire. And again, another side note on that, if I had to guess, I think that a lot of you would answer something around creativity. I can't tell you how many women I talk to on a regular basis who miss that part of their life whether it was something they did as a kid or something they did you know before they had children or before their career took off it might be dancing or cooking or singing or quilting or knitting or writing there's a lot of writers out there i know y'all are listening who don't give yourself enough time to write um maybe it's poetry or you write novels or you write anything, whatever it is that you write, or, um, I mean the, the list goes on and on of of what is actually creative, whatever it is, or decorating or uh, baking. And there's just, there's so many things. And did I already say singing? I might've already said singing. Maybe that's you, but I just, it's one of those things that just gets put on the back burner. It is like the very last thing on our list, and you're busy. You have other stuff to do. You have a job. You probably have kids. You are working your way up the corporate ladder. You don't have time for that kind of stuff. But I'll bet that's what really blows your skirt up. That's what lights your fire. That's what's missing in your life. And that is going to directly affect how fulfilled you are in life. Trust me. Please believe me. It's true. Okay? Number three, Ask yourself, what are your issues that need to be taken care of? And notice I didn't say, what are your issues that need to be fixed? That's just such a weird, uncomfortable word. I'm like, I don't know about being fixed. I more so think it's, what are your issues that need to be taken care of? Because we all have them. So don't walk around acting like you're fine and that you don't have shit from your childhood or from your past relationships. And I find it a little bit ironic that I wrote down this one directly following me preaching about having fun because dealing with your issues most of the time isn't the most fun thing ever. But if you don't get your issues handled, if you don't look at them and work on them, I guarantee they will follow you into every relationship that you have friendships, intimate relationships, being a parent, everything. They'll become so much a part of you that you won't even realize that maybe you've become resentful and cynical and afraid all the time until decades have passed. Your mental health is critical to the way you show up in your life and it affects everyone around you. I would love for you to treat it like you would A wound on your physical body. If you had an open festering wound, you wouldn't just be like, it's fine. It's nothing wrong. I don't need to get a handle on it. I don't need to take care of it. You would take care of it. But we don't do the same thing for our mental and emotional wounds. Most of us don't. And that's what I'm asking you to do here. So again, what are your issues that need to be taken care of? The fourth question I would love for you to ask yourself, is what are you tolerating? What can you not stand? Who can you not stand? As women, I believe we can deal with a lot of shit, but that doesn't mean that we have to deal with it. So I challenge you to make a list of what you're tolerating right now in your life. Is it a coworker that talks to you disrespectfully? Is your partner not taking on any household responsibilities, even though maybe both of you work? You end up with what you put up with. I know that's obvious, but there is probably at least one thing in your life that you either silently to yourself or out loud complain about and want it changed. So have a goddamn conversation about it. I know that these are hard. I don't love those conversations either, but the longer you wait to have it, the more you have to live with it and the more pissed off you get about it. So when you do finally have the talk, you're more likely to explode in a mess of madness. One really great podcast episode. So if you're that person who is like, yeah, hell yeah, I can get on board with that, Andrea, but how do I have the conversation? I need to know how. What do I even say? Go to episode 85, yourkickasslife.com forward slash 85, where I interview my very best friend in the world who is a master expert at this. I ask her for this advice all the time. <laughs> so I had her on my podcast and I'm like, Talk, tell everyone what you tell me about how to have these conversations. So go there and listen to it if you haven't already, or if you have listen to it again, or maybe you're tolerating. It's not so much that you're tolerating the way other people treat you, but you're tolerating the way that you treat yourself. And no one really knows the way you talk to yourself. So it's easier to hide, right? But sister, I invite you to out yourself. We all do it. We all talk shit to ourselves, but some more than others. If you're putting up with regular internal shit talking, it's time to commit to a new way of talking to yourself with compassion and talking to yourself like you would someone you love and care about. So last but not least, the last question I want you to ask yourself is where am I not showing up in my life. It's probably in one of these areas, in your partnership, in your parenting, in your friendships, in your career, in your goals and dreams, and or your self-care. Am I right? And I am not at all trying to make you wrong for not showing up 100% in all of those areas. It's totally normal, and you're one of us, if you aren't showing up 100% 100% in all of those areas. I know I've got a lot of overachievers listening, raise his hand. I got it. I know I got a lot of perfectionists listening. <laughs> I find I personally I find it very difficult to give it my all in my marriage, my kids, a business, manage to get a pap smear once a year, to see my friends, you know, and obviously not those two things at the same time, but it's a lot of things to manage, and naturally none of us can do it all perfectly. But what I want to know is where you might be falling short on purpose. Sounds crazy, right? Hear me out. You might be not trying very hard in your career because you're afraid of success, You might be not showing up in your friendships because you're afraid of getting stabbed in the back again. You might be avoiding getting closer to your partner because you're afraid of being vulnerable. Notice what all of those examples have in common, and that is fear. Because fear and scarcity will keep us small over and over and over again because it's safer to avoid. We make up that it's safer to play small. There's no risk, we tell ourselves. But in reality, the real risk is not showing up at all. The real regret will come in 10, 20, or 50 years when it's too late. So at the end of the day, ass kickers, you might have some work to do. And if you do, you are definitely not alone and you deserve to get the best out of this one precious life You deserve it. You're worth it. You are magical. And if you – I know I gave out a lot of resources (laughs) in this particular episode. So the show notes are at yourkickasslife.com forward slash 121 where I link up to all of those great resources where you can get even more information. And until next time, I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye.